Greetings, ladies and gentlemen. This is Joseph, a.k.a. Harmonica Player. And I'd like to tell you about an awesome service that I use to get my podcast done. Did you know that there's a service out there called Zencaster, which is a one-stop shop for all, for all podcasts? You can do editing, production, and audio and video. It's a one-stop shop place. If you use a professional account, like a Zencaster Pro and higher, you can have your video imported to every video player that there is possible. That only works on professional accounts, though. You have unlimited uploading, unlimited hosting, and you can monetize your podcast and earn money. Yeah. So if you want to take advantage of this, go to zencaster.com slash pricing and use my code harmonica player podcast and get three months off your Zencaster professional. We are anxious to hear your story. Take care and happy podcasting. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich, but you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Oh, do Lord, oh, do remember me way beyond the blue. I took Jesus as my Savior, you take him too. I took Jesus as my Savior, you take him too. I took Jesus as my Savior, you take him too. Way beyond the blue. Do Lord, oh do Lord, Oh, do remember me, do Lord, oh, do Lord, oh, do remember me, do Lord, oh, do Lord, oh, do remember me, way beyond the blue. Okay. We're, we're not going to do the girls and boys, I guess. Did you want to do that one? Uh, let's let's do deep and wide. Can you do deep and wide? Twenty-one, twenty-one. Now you guys do the motions, and I'll just sing. Okay. <laughs> deep and wide, deep and wide. There's a fountain. In flowing deep and wide, deep and wide, deep and wide, there's a fountain flowing deep and wide, deep and wide, there's a fountain flowing deep and wide, and wide, deep and wide, there's a fountain flowing deep and wide, deep and wide, 
deep and wide there's a fountain flowing deep and wide deep and wide deep and wide there's a fountain flowing deep and wide okay that's enough of that i guess uh, <laughs> that hum 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 i never like to hum so I'd, I'd like rather sing, I'd rather sing the deep and wide than I would the hum, hum, hum. <laughs> what do you got? Page 27. Okay. Uh, I need some help. Yes. Let's do that one. But I need somebody up here to help me. 27. Okay. Can you come up and help? Okay, you got to turn around this way. Okay, well. now let's see. Lord, Lord. prepare to be a sanctuary, pure and holy, right and true, with thanksgiving, I'll be a To be, be a missionary, dear and holy, right and true, with thanksgiving, I'll be a living, living sanctuary, Lord, for you. Sorry, missionary. <laughs> Okay, that's the end of that one. Let's see now. Let's see if we can find another one. Uh, 28. Here I am to worship. Might be able to do that. Can, uh, can you come up and help us with that one too? The guy that said it? 28. Who said 28? Sure, you don't want to do it. Okay, okay, we we, we don't. Okay. No sense in being shy around. No. We have another piano player here too. Oh. Yeah. And I was looking for her to begin with, and I didn't see her, so the other piano player went up. Who is our other piano player? Union. They need music. Uh, there is music in that box, if you can come and look. <laughs> Sorry. Sorry. But uh, maybe we can start this one, and the next one we can... Uh
In that box underneath Dave, Dave, there's a box right there. Be careful. Don't kick her. Be careful, David. <laughs> Sorry. I think there's some music in there in one of the in the bottom there someplace, isn't there? Did our bo bo music box? No. Okay. Sorry. Okay, we better sing this song then while she's looking for that. Can you can you do this one? Here I am to worship. Number 28. Oh. <clears throat> I don't know if I can do this one or not. Can you do this one? I don't. We need the guy help that suggested it to come here and help us and he won't do it. <laughs> here what about here I am. Let's do a different one. What about the wonderful guest, Jesus, the wonderful guest at our house? I thought that was a beautiful one. Uh, it is, but it's not in this book. Uh, but I, I love your rendition of it because you do a beautiful job on that one. <laughs> you do? Okay. Okay, here we go. No, it apparently is not there. I'm sorry. Uh, we have a wonderful guest at our house who makes a home a heaven every day. And this wonderful guest at our house has promised us he'll never go away. His name is Jesus, and because he loves us one and all, he'd like to visit your house if you care to have him call. And so if someday you should decide, just ask him in and he'll abide. This wonderful guest at our house who makes a home a heaven every day. We have a wonderful guest at our house who makes a home a heaven every day. And this wonderful guest at our house has promised us he'll never go away. His name is Jesus, and because he loves us one and all, he'd love to be in your house if you like to have him call. And so if someday you should decide, just ask him in and he'll abide. This wonderful guest at our house who makes a home a heaven every day. <laughs> okay. Okay, good. Hey, honey, do you know what we did with those copies that you made? Oh, that's up at the school, isn't it? Yeah, okay. We're going to have trouble. We're going to have to sing last time's theme song. Do you have that song with you, Pastor? No? Don't. I'll tell you what. I got it here. You got, that's the old one, yeah. That's, we're going to have to settle for last year's right now. Okay. Let's, let me get uh, one of these here. Oh, I got one right here. Welcome to my world, Pastor Fred. <laughs> okay. You know this week. Take my day and we'll be back in a moment. Pray 
got the words in small print, do you? It's on your email. Okay. Is it email or is it text message? This is okay. I think I can find it. Let's start. Okay. Day by day and with each passing moment, strength I find to meet my trials here, Tr trusting in my Father's wise bestowment, I've no cause for worry or for fear. He whose heart is con beyond all measure, give unto each day what he deemed best. Lovingly, it's part of pain and pleasure mingling toil with peace and rest. Every day the Lord himself is near me with a special mercies for each hour. All my cares his fain would bear and cheer me. He whose name is Counselor and Power. The protection of this child and stranger 
in the charge that on himself he laid as your days your strength shall be in measure this the pledge to me he Help me then in every tribulation so to trust thy promises, O Lord. What I lose, not faith, the sweet collation, offer me within his holy word. Help me, Lord, when toil and trouble meeting, ere to take as from the Father's hand, one by one, the days, the moments fleeting. Till I reach the promised land. Gracious Lord, we thank you for this opportunity to come together and worship you. We thank you for the promise that moment by moment, day by day, you are caring for us. We rest. And I'm not sure how this is going to work with it being on, on live stream, but I think it's great because there's some of us who couldn't be here. I don't know about you, but I look around and there's some faces missing. And for very some of them, very strong reasons. Um, Dr. Jim was with us, just with us, went home sick, never really got well. We live in a world where things are coming to an end. And uh, <laughs> I keep hearing Randy make this joke about <laughs> birth certificates expiring. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's really a sick joke. But <laughs> so we're going to start at the beginning. I, I been meditating ever since winter camp. What are we going to do for blind bike camp? And this year we're calling it the Old Rugged Cross Blind Bike Camp because we're going to be going to the Old Rugged Cross Museum. Some of you have been doing this long enough to remember there was a day that we did that every year because we were meeting in Reed City and it just was there. But we did it every three years. Um, so I'm starting at the beginning. Genesis. Amen. Chapter 1, verse 1. And that's really, that's where my focus is today, is Genesis 1, verse 1. Because there's a lot there. Three phrases. God. Excuse me, i, I got to start in the right place. <laughs> I was going to give you uh, John 3.16. <laughs> that's not the one we're on. Um, but there's three points. In the beginning, God created. 
the heavens and the earth. So three points in the beginning. When did this happen? At the beginning. Now, was there anything before the beginning? Well, as you read this story, God was there before the beginning. But that's the beginning for us. When you want to know what's happening in this world, you discover God tells us. First thing in this world was me. God says I was there. In the beginning, God created. So that's the beginning for us. Whatever happened before that, there's been plenty of speculation. But this is what God tells us we need to know. Then you have a comment. Before time began. Okay, so we know that there was before the beginning. Yes, God was there, and he made promises. And my mind's only so big. God's revealed us what, what he knows we can handle. And there's, there's, we're going to get into some more of that. But even, even when you go to science, and some of you have studied science, Science has tried to figure out all this thing about the beginning, and they have very carefully analyzed this universe, and they've measured the stars, and they have figured out everything's expanding. And they say, well, if it's all expanding, then there must have been a time when it was all at one point. And so the scientists are saying that there was a point in time when energy became matter. Uh, they often call it the Big Bang, and I say, yeah, I know what the bang was. God spoke. <laughs> and and, and he, he spoke loud enough that things happened. When God speaks, things happen. We'll get into that in some subsequent lectures, but... Um, there was something that happened. Scientists says we it, it has to be, but then um, I find God says I was there. You don't need to worry about that. This is where the beginning was, and and I'm the one who started you, and I'm telling you what's going on. Um, now we do discover something here. This is God, and don't think that you can put God into a box. He's, he's, he's bigger than you are. He's even bigger than you can imagine, and I can imagine some pretty interesting stuff, but he's bigger than that. So, I like God. He has revealed to me enough for me to understand him, and he's given me some things that, wow. This is special. Here's, here's one thing in this chapter that we're going to spend more time on later, but here it is, verse 26. He says, let us make man in our image. Now, we'll have to study that, our image part, but the us, that means there's a plurality to God. He's not just an individual entity. There's us involved. That's, that's huge. And then... 
my stepmother. She shared with me, and this was probably about a year ago, uh, but she said, you know, it says that God is love. And, and you can't love just yourself. That's not love. That's selfish. And even when there's two of you, when I do nice things for my wife, I know that it's going to come back and bless me. So it can be very selfish. But when there's a third one involved, some of you are parents. You know exactly where I'm going. When there's a third one involved, I can do something nice for my child. And, and my <laughs> wife is so happy because that's her child that's being loved on. For love to be pure, and the New Testament word for this pure love is agape, but for love to be pure, it has to have at least three entities to be able to share pure, unselfish, giving love. <laughs> that you'll find in 1 John 4, 8, God is love. So in order for that to be true, this same idea of plurality comes. Now, an interesting verse that parallels this Genesis 1, verse 1, I'm turning over to John. And look at this. You'll find those three elements still referenced. In the beginning, okay, we remember that one. That was the very same phrase, was the Word, and the Word was with God, and the Word was God. So we have the in the beginning God, but it's a little more complex here. Let's get the third verse here. All things were made through him, and without him nothing was made that was made. So now we discover that Jesus was the voice of God that did the creating there in Genesis chapter 1. <laughs> what special stuff is this? God knits this Bible together from cover to cover that it all fits together and reveals himself and his love. Paul affirms this because Paul adds to this phrase. No, no, wrong marker. Here it is. Talking about Jesus and talking about creation, I'm in Colossians chapter 1, verse 15. He, Jesus, is the image of the invisible God, the firstborn over all creation, for by him all things were created. So Jesus is spoken of as the creator. Things that are in heaven and that are on the earth, visible and invisible. Now, how's that for something? We think about the visible things, and even for you blind folks, you think about the tangible things, things you can see, feel, and touch. But he says, there's some things that are not visible. And God says, I created that too. It goes on to say, visible and invisible, whether thrones or dominions or principalities or powers, all things were created through him and for him. And he is before all things, and in him all things consist. And it goes on to add one more phrase that we're not going to get into much this week, but it's just something to say, oh, what a God. 
He is before all things, in him all things consist, and he is the head of the body, the church, who is the beginning and the firstborn of the dead, that in all things he may have the preeminence. So Jesus is also claiming to be head of the church, creator and leader of our group. What a God. What a God of love and grace and mercy and kindness. You may have had to study some evolution when you were in school. It's really, really being pushed today, and it has been for the last 50 years, maybe more. Um, I want to point out that both creationism and evolution flunk the science test. Now, recognizing that, it's, as, a, as a creationist, I say, well, okay, that's fine. As an evolutionist, it would give me a lot of trouble that it flunks the science test, but here's how it works. The science says that what you postulate should be able to be proven by repeatability. And so somebody does a, um, a scientific study and writes his paper and says, this is what I've discovered. Somebody else in a different part of the country, different state, different part of the world, he reads that and he says, well, let me try it and see if it works for me. If it doesn't, then there's not repeatability. And we um, sometimes gave a bit of a hard time to those scientists in Kentucky that were trying to prove that tobacco was good for you. <laughs> well, there's money involved. And so <laughs> but, but when the, the scientists in other states followed through and did those same experiences, they said, no, 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 that nicotine, that's killing you. <laughs> but... But you realize, what's at stake here? And I lived in Kentucky long enough that I can pick on Kentucky. I know some things there. But trust me, these, this kind of stuff goes on all over the world, where the scientists say, this, this is what we believe. And then somebody else looks at it and says, you're pulling my leg. <laughs> okay. Um, creation as an act of God, God says, this is what I'm doing, and I'm doing it when I want to do it. I am not at your whim. You don't tell me when to do or what to do. So he says, I created it. You can believe me. I told you what I did. You can't repeat it because I did it, and I did it once. Now, I believe. See, I've read the back of the book. Chapter 21 and 22 of Revelation says he's going to do create a new heavens and a new earth. So he's going to repeat it. But it's not at our whim. It's at his whim. And he tells us when and how. And it's pretty precious to put this whole thing together and say, what a God. But the science test would be that I need to be able to prove that he created. And I can't. I can just believe it. Well, the same problem when you look at the evolution story, because they postulate what I call macroevolution, change of, of species from one to another. Even Darwin, oh, 200 years ago, it wasn't quite that long ago, but 175 years ago, when he was writing his book, Origin of the Species, he declared, if we cannot document a change from one species to another, evolution doesn't work. Well, we can't. But 
the scientists, so-called today, have conveniently blinded their eyes to this suggestion that Darwin said, and they says, oh, well, we're satisfied. What are they satisfied with? They're satisfied with what I call microevolution. We can take things and we can change them up a bit. Uh, there were some moths in England that um, tended to be white. But as the smog started impacting London, over the course of 20, 30, 40 years, these same kinds of moths tended to be a smudgy gray color. Well, what's going on? The, <laughs> the white ones were being picked off by the birds, and the gray ones were able to hide on the trees better because of the smog. <laughs> it's been years ago, about 30 years ago, I decided that I was going to do some chicken breeding. And I developed a particular breed of chicken, Buff Chantclair. Now, the Chantclair breed had been developed in Canada, and for some very specific reasons, they wanted it to have a cushioned comb rather than a big flashy comb or even a rose comb. They wanted to have just a neat little cushion comb so it, it wouldn't freeze. I don't know if you've ever seen a chicken with a frozen comb, but it's, well, it, it definitely hurts them. Um, so they, it, would, it wouldn't freeze because of that cushion comb. It wanted, they wanted it to be a good strong layer, lay lots of eggs, and they also wanted it uh, to be a, a pretty hefty breed so it would be dual purpose, plenty of eggs, but also good for meat. And for whatever reason, I decided I wanted to breed instead of the white Chantclair that had been developed, I wanted to develop a buff color of Chantclair. And so I studied the various breeds that they'd used to bring it together. There was some uh, Lagern in it. There was some uh, Wyandotte. Seems like there was some Rock. Uh, Cornish. There, was, there were at least five, maybe more, different breeds that, that we brought in there. And one's got th two of them are three parts and, and, and uh, three of them are each one part. So of the nine parts, it's a complex breeding program, but I, I did it. And I, I ended up with some chickens that looked like Buff Chantclair. And some people bought, em, bought me out. <laughs> it's probably just as well because I, I have other, other things in my life now. But it was very interesting. That's microevolution. That's, that's massaging things. How many breeds of dogs are there? <laughs> there's over 100 in the American Kennel Club. And there's really, there's another two or 300 around the world at least. And the scientists say they all go back to the wolf, and they probably do. But yet we have carefully selected. So some of them are teacup size, they call them. And others are 100, 150, 200 pound monsters. <laughs> but they're specific breeds of dogs. Microevolution, easily proven. But it doesn't chump the species barrier. It's still dog. It's not cat. Now, they play with cats, some of them. Some of them kill cats, and some cats will really be mean to your dog. 
strange world we live in, but they never cross the species barrier. We, we can breed the mules and the horses together, and excuse me, the donkeys and the horses together and get mules, but they're sterile. So we, we really haven't accomplished any species change, and the donkeys and the horses are close related anyway. So there's some hybridization that's going on, but the scientists, they can't do this macroevolution. So they flunked the science test too. Um, both creation and evolution require faith. Well, you don't have to guess where I'm putting my faith. <laughs> I have a God who has revealed himself in his holy word, and he has revealed himself in my life. I choose to trust him. I choose to rest in his grace. I choose to walk with him and allow him to use me for his glory. It's not about me. It's about him. In the beginning, God created the heavens and the earth. So that's good enough for me. I like God. I'm, I'm so glad he did that. And that gives me place and purpose. I, I know where I am in the scheme of things. And I know why I'm here. Not like it. I like God. He's, he's given me reason to live and reason to share. Let's pray. Gracious Lord, what a God you are. We thank you that you have revealed yourself to us and that you invite our worship. We thank you that we can worship you in spirit and in truth. We praise you and we thank you in Jesus' holy name. Amen. Well, folks, this completes the episode for the the Blind Camp 2022 August 31st episode of Mike Off. Gaming demos and other interests on Joseph Weekland's Harmonica Player Podcasts. Mike on. Until next time, this is Joseph saying thanks for listening, God bless, and bye-bye. Mike off.